Welcome to the Is It Actually Good podcast, where we talk about movies, really specifically bad ones, and try to find positive stuff to say. I'm your host, Sirik, with my friend Sam. No, uh, Wait, have the lawyers figured out, am I allowed to call you my friend yet? As long as I get the paycheck in the mail, we're good. Okay, my friend Sam, Sam we're, and we talk about... It's also stroke month, so it's also I apologize month. for Sarek right here. It's also stroke month, so if I just start like stuttering, Sam's just going to have to take over the podcast. Yep. Don't worry, it's just, okay. Uh, yeah. I hope you understand. <laughs> I hope you guys understand. But yeah, so we like to talk about bad movies and find positive little things to say. That's right. What do we got uh, online for this week, Sarek? What's and on tap? This week, we're talking about the 2007... Se- I thought 2007, it was 2009. 2000, is it 2009? I think it was 2009. Wow. Well, wow. Am I already... Ma- We're going to see who's messing this I didn't, up? Is it dyslexia month, too? It's 2009? I, I knew that. What the... Yeah. Sorry. Two, the 2009 Zac Efron classic and Matthew Perry classic, 17 again. You know, the cult classic film that... You know, it, I think it, like, sweet the Oscars, you know? It just uh-huh. it stuck with all of us forever. By that, I mean, I watched this growing up. Sam, you have not. No, this was my first time watching this movie. This was your first time watching it. It was. Which, this one I can kind of believe. Like, I can't believe that you've never seen the B-movie before, but I Uh can't... Which, I don't know how... Well, he watched it with me, eventually, but... 17 again? I can kind of see why you would never see that movie. It's just one of those movies where it's like, either you've seen it or you haven't. Mm -hmm. And everyone who's seen it is very fond of this movie. So, I guess I'll just ask right away... Now that you saw this, not as a teenage girl in love with Zac Efron, yes. or a teenage me in love with Zac Efron, mm. what was your thoughts about the movie? So, I have watched a lot of movies this year. Mm-hmm. I've watched over 20 movies, and we're only a few months into the year. Yeah. Most of these movies I've watched have been classics. Yes, because you're in film school. Yeah, so basically I have to watch like a very classic film once a week, and I have to tell you, this is better than a lot of the stuff that i've yeah, seen sam might it, drop some of his hot takes in this episode because holy crap i swear every week it's like but i've watched this classic film and guess what sir it sucked basically if sam yeah. opens up a sentence with i watched this classic film i'm waiting for a rant mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, i'm so, just saying so you actually liked 17 again um uh, we'll discuss <laughs> how much that we could use the word like yeah this later. is a very subjective word it is a very subjective word. All right. So do you want to discuss it a bit more? Do you want to just jump right in or? Oh, isn't that the same thing? Sam, uh, I think you want to reread your contract of the part where you're not supposed to talk back when I say something stupid. You're supposed to act like it was very clever and philosophical. Sorry. All right. Well, let's jump into the movie. So we open up with the shirt, the Zac Efron, because instantly they know what you want. He was shirtless? Yeah. Cause I have Was a he shooting note. hoops. I have a note. Yeah, he's shooting hoops. I have a note. He did not shave his pits for this movie, and I. I didn't know he was shirtless. I mean, neither did most of the women. That's a joke. I think they did. I don't. I mean, I don't pay attention to that stuff. But if I did, I'd be able to. He was shooting. I'm not informed. And holding his arms up, shooting. You're telling okay. me you didn't notice the jungles he had under his shoulders. No, I'm more focused on Jim Gaffigan as the coach. That guy was hot. Yeah, oh, Jim Gaffigan. So Jim Gaffigan comes in as the coach, and yes. are you a fan of Jim Gaffigan? I. I have never seen anything Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> I just know Jim Gaffigan exists. 
I used to like his stand-up, but that was around the same time I liked Jeff Denham, so I don't know how much we can trust my opinion on that. Because that was, I was going through a phase back then. All I remember is he talked about bacon a lot. That was like the pinnacle of his humor, was bacon exists, and he thinks it's good. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's all right. I I like him in this movie, I guess. He's not, he's, he, he's in it. (laughs) He's still the show, what do you mean? Yeah. Did you, when he's older and balding, dude, that's hot. Dude, oh man, I was in love. You, I was like, why do you have Zac Efron on screen when Jim People Gaffigan always talk is right about behind Zac him? Zac Efron being like, hi, it's like, nah, dude. dude Jim Gaffigan. But I do want to say, on. Zac Efron, I'm, how did you, what do you think about him? I loved him in this movie. I thought he was actually really Performance charming. Wise? Yeah. 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 I he thought was. he was fantastic. I, like, I, I laughed when he wanted me to. He had good comedic timing, he was charming. And he, I feel like he just did things really well. He, Whenever he was on screen, he really breathed some life into it. So I feel like this is why it's better than a lot of those cruddy family movies. Like another one me and you watched, Zookeeper, where we watched together. That's a good film, dude. Don't yeah. don't start. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm like that. I like Kevin James, but he just doesn't have the charisma to hold the movie. Zac Efron, I feel like he carries this movie on his back. Mm-hmm. Well, so does another character who we'll get to. Oh. And it's not Jim Gaffigan, believe it or not. Okay. But Jim Gaffigan, right. he's the coach. He walks up and he's like, hey, you shouldn't be shooting so much. You got to save it for the game because guess what? A college scout is coming tonight and you're going to get a free ride to school. It's going to be fantastic if yep. you can just do good tonight. And Zach Evans like, that shouldn't be a problem. So he's like, okay, we're going to get a photo done. And then this is what we're introduced to, the child version of my favorite character. I think your favorite character. We'll see. We'll see. Jim Ned. Gaffigan. Ned comes in. He's the, he's this nerdy boy. And he runs in. He's in a wizard outfit yeah. instantly. They say they make fun of him because he's a water boy. And he's like, I'm sorry. I was in the middle of DMing. Yeah. And I so I've wrote down some notes for this movie. The first line I have is... Dungeon Master Cringe, all caps. See, and it's funny because while Sam wrote down Dungeon Master Cringe, my first note was the exact same scene, and my first note was, holy crap, they put me in the movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> The they DMing did. water boy, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> now we know why Ned is your favorite character. Now we know why. A it, self-insert. He's very much a self-insert, but I also have a rant about him later, but we'll get to that. I'm just like, this whole me mm. talking is a mix of stuttering and, oh, we're going to talk about this exciting thing And then we never later. do. And see you guys later. Do. And then I just leave. Oh, I have a stroke. But, um, so he comes in and I think Zac Efron, just to show his charm, he has good chemistry with the kid. Like, he's being all nice to the kid when everyone's Even though this kid's only in him. one scene. He's only in one scene, but I feel like they play off well together. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in this scene, and then technically it's a separate scene, where then after they take the photo, they cut to um, the game. And how come in movies you always have cheerleaders who are just, like, breaking down into this really advanced choreography? And do schools do that? Because no offense to all cheerleaders back in high school. I feel like we never had, like, where they're doing these insane stunts and just crazy things, you know what I mean? Well, again, unfortunately I'm not going to be of much help, because my eyes were on Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> 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 I mean, you t- I'm just picturing like, you're looking in the background, like zooming in, like what was enhance, enhance. So, I didn't really pay attention to the cheerleading, so I'm I'm not able to tell you. I wasn't paying attention to the stunts they were doing, or if they were advanced or not advanced. So, you know what? Fine, forget it. Sam. All right. So um, so um, 
he's runs in, he starts dancing with them, and we see the school mascot, the Warriors, and it's a guy in this very kind of offensive Indian outfit. Yeah, and I, I was <laughs> waiting for. I guess the director would have to be way, way more clever than he is, no offense, or the writer. I was waiting for, like, you know in the movie Us, which me and you saw in theaters, how, like, okay. it starts in the 80s, and we see this thing called the Shaman's Den or something, and then it cuts to modern day, and it's now called Merlin's Forest. I thought it was going to be something like that, where it's like, oh, back then, back in the 80s, we we did this offensive Indian thing, but now we're like the mount, like the hilltoppers or something. But they never did. I mean, the Redskins were still the Redskins in 2009. It was just I, like a year ago that they I know, changed. I know, but I was like, I don't know. I, I thought like something like that would be interesting, I guess. Because there's not much of a culture clash in this movie, which I thought would be like the point of a movie. It's like, wow, look how different life is today than it was back then. But it would be if... The 80s actually played more of an important role because it's only the beginning and end that they really. Yeah, it's only the beginning and the end. And by the way, this movie takes place in the 80s. Zach Efron doesn't look like he belongs in the 80s. Like he doesn't have anything weird with his hair. It's or funny looks. when he comes back as an adult that the gym's the exact same. Yeah. Like the scoreboard's the same and everything, I think it was. Yep. <coughs> well, public school, they don't have the money to fund that stuff. Us being private schoolers, well, we were. Obviously, we had all the money. Okay. No, um. So, he um dances and then he runs over to his friend and this girl walks in and he's like, "Hey, who's that beautiful lady over there?" Oh wait, that's my girlfriend. He runs over to talk to her and, and it's Jim Gaffigan. And it's Jim. <laughs> he pushes her out of the way. It's Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> you gotta get back in the game. What are you doing? All right. He runs. <laughs> He runs over to her and instantly, it's supposed to be like this twist. She's like, I need to talk to you about something, but I can't do it here. And she's rubbing her stomach and holding her gut. And I'm like, I wonder what it is. Is she oh, going to be really? like, oh, I ate a spicy burrito. No, obviously she's pregnant. Okay, I didn't pick up on that. You didn't? I thought it was a breakup and I had some notes about that. So she says everything is copacetic. Do you know what that means? No. It means it's uh, pretty good. Everything's all right. But it wasn't all right. <laughs> Or maybe it was, but then he, she like whispers it to him, and he's like, "Oh!" Which, by the way, she knows this is a big game for him. She should have told him after. Yeah, this is big that's news. Like, thing. don't show up. Yeah. Don't do the whole like, "Oh, I need to talk to you later," because that's yeah. just gonna be in his mind the whole time. I know it's big news. Cry out in the call for a bit. Wait for him, because then he has the scholarship, and he's gonna go to school and get a nice job to provide for you and your kids. And that's going to prevent so, so the rest what, of the So what movie. we're saying here is women are the cause of... The <laughs> what, I'm, what, what I'm saying is it's the woman's so, fault. So basically... Man right. good, woman bad. Let's take a look at this, right? From So let's assume that this woman... <laughs> so let's just... I, I can't do the Ben Shapiro impression as good as you. I don't... That, that wasn't even a good Ben Shapiro impression. Well, I, I thought it was beautiful. I, I thought Ben Shapiro was in the studio for a second. By studio, I mean... My bedroom. <laughs> okay. I, I thought Ben Shapiro was in my bedroom, and I was really sad. Just like how you thought Jim Gaffigan was in your bedroom, and you were, like, praying. Yeah, I mean, I summoned him. <laughs> you summoned him after yeah. watching, after enhancing on his face, he just appeared, mm-hmm. and you're like... <gasps> Did you see how he kind of shifted to, like, a black and white tone after he talked yeah. to Yeah. Well, it was, like, like, a weird, like... I get what they were trying to go for with, like, the color green there, but I was like, why? Yeah. It's like the one decision the director made, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm going to try something different. We're going to get this thing an Oscar one way or another. <laughs> Color grading. Color grading, that's how we're going to do it. Editing. And I was like, okay, you're making a bland movie. Why are you doing this? And by the way, we're going to discuss this more later. Who is this movie for? I thought it was a family, kids movie when I first watched it. 
But this movie gets horny as heck, later. Like, really yeah, bad. Yeah, it's for DJs like you. <laughs> you pardon me, sir? I said it's for DJs like you. You guys can't tell, but I'm giving Sam a look. No, I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm too busy looking at but, Jim Gaffigan. Uh, so, he, so he's playing that game. He's playing the basketball game again, and I just wrote down, Oh no, now he's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I love... I like it because he's going to do the shot, but he just walks away to talk to her because she's, like, walking off crying. I get, again, this is a very serious thing. This is a very serious thing, but can't you wait till after you make the shot and get the scholarship to talk to her? It's not like she's like, I'm about to give birth in five minutes. But no, he drops the ball, he runs over, and he's like, I'm choosing you. I'm like, you could choose both. What do you mean you're choosing her? You could literally choose both. Well, could he go to college and have a family at the same time? I guess that's... Maybe. A, maybe. I guess it would be hard, but Zach Efron, he can pull it off. Yeah. He's Zach Efron. Look at him. What can't Jim Gaffigan do? would watch the kids. I Yeah. Oh, boy. But, I, but of course, he's like, oh, my God, I'm, we're going to have such a happy life together. They kiss. Cuts to modern day. Hold we on, s- hold on. Did, oh, you, yeah? did you catch that, like, dramatic music shift while he's dribbling the ball? And, like, <gasps> Again, it's, like, slow time. It's, it's like, like super dramatic. Came in yeah. And he's like, okay, so we're making, like, a drama. Wait. All right, we're going to get that Oscar, Oscar for the soundtrack. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get it for editing. We'll we're going to get, um... Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Okay, um, I have to look this up to see if the sev- if there's a seventeen against soundtrack on YouTube. Oh my gosh! Please, can we just listen to it for the rest of the podcast? Seven. Well, he's looking that up. So we cut to modern day and we see Matthew Perry lying in bed. Which, by the way, interesting casting. Sixteen videos. There's six. Oh my gosh! We're so close, guys. It's seventeen again. <laughs> Why is this first one called The Kooks? Naive. <laughs> That's a song, apparently. Spoon, the underdog. Audi R8 scene. 16 million views? 16 million? What? <laughs> guys, what are we doing? What are you guys doing with your life? Like, I was embarrassed making a podcast to talk about the movie. Those people listening to the soundtrack? All right, so we're in ma- modern day. with Modern Matthew day, Perry. we see Matthew Perry. And What's like I was saying, I... interesting casting choice, because how did Zac Efron become Matthew Perry? <laughs> You know, like, I just don't think... That, maybe it's because I'm used to stuff like It, Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, oh, and The Haunting of yeah. Hill House, where, like, it's great it's casting from kids to yeah. adults. Hugh, it's like, yeah. I guess? And that becomes more of a an abrasive change at the end, you know? <laughs> yeah. But So my thing with it is that, like, skipping forward a little bit, my issue is that when it changes from him as an adult to a kid... There's an instant charisma change. Like, you can tell yeah, it's different. Literally, like, it's a completely different person. It's like he's this sad guy, but then just because he's a teen, now he's suddenly, like, he's charming, he's cool. Here's the thing. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go on, and there's a part when it gets to the, the thing that you messaged me about the fight, because yeah. I have something to say about that, that, yeah. Okay, but, so we wait, he wakes up, and above his bed is this character head. Was it Adolf Hitler? It what? looked like a caricature head of Adolf Hitler. If we could rewatch it, I would show you, uh, maybe after this, because he's got, like, the little Hitler stash, and it's, like, this big cartoon head above his bed, and I'm like, is that, is oh, that a cartoon was, of Hitler? He was, he was watching Der Fuhrer's face. <laughs> oh, no. I think that's Looney Tunes propaganda from the 40s, along with Tokyo Jokyo. <laughs> anyway... But um, so he goes downstairs, and we realize he's staying with Ned because through some exposition, we learn that 
his wife and him are getting a divorce and his kids want nothing to do with him. Yep. So he's, but, he's done good in life. Yeah. The right choice. But Ned is like, hey, at least you got that big promotion today. And oh my gosh, that guys, was, he's going to get a big oh, promotion. Man. Obviously, I can't wait to see him get the yeah. big promotion. Yeah. So he goes to work and he's working some sort of pharmaceutical thing where it's like a company. A scam. But, yeah. Where yeah. They, they have some Viagra jokes because they're trying to make a new Viagra. Did you catch that? <laughs> yeah, okay, this woman writes down. Oh, maybe I didn't write that on there. This woman writes on her piece of paper, erection equals good. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm what? like, ooh. Yeah, that was my first hit. I'm like, wait, is this not a kid's movie, huh? <laughs> but, um, so he's like going to get the promotion and the, he's surrounded by like a bunch of women. And then it's like this young guy who's in charge and he's like, and the promotion goes to, hey, Matthew Perry, can you move out of the way? It's actually the person next to you. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh. Yeah, and no. then they're like, oh, I'm so proud of you, woman. <laughs> they're, they're getting in the elevator and he's just looking all sad and dejected. I was laughing so I had to pause because I was laughing so hard. Matthew Perry's great look when they run into the elevator and they're like, we're going to TGI Fridays. Yeah. And he just has this look like he's about to shoot up the building. It is fantastic. And then he just straight up almost assaults his superior yes because he like grabs his boss's phone when he's talking just smashes it on the wall and you're cutting out the scene where the police are escorting here's some business advice everybody you want a promotion you don't get it assault your boss that is the you're gonna get a promotion then he's gonna fear you yeah he's gonna be like i respect you man i didn't know i'm sorry i'm glad they didn't do that annoying movie trope where it's like wow you stood up against me i'm giving you a raise you know what i'm talking about no you haven't seen that trope in so many movies where it's like the boss won't give a promotion and then they're like, you're a piece of ugly garbage and I just shot your wife. And they're like, wow, you stood up to me. You know what? You you got the promotion, kid. And it's always like, that's not how real life works. The guy's like, you, not only are you fired, you're blacklisted. You're not getting a job anywhere else. But so Matthew Perry leaves and he's like, you know what? I'm sad. I just lost my job. You know what? I'm going to go to make it even sadder. I'm going back to my high school to relive the glory days and look at my basketball photo. If you're the kind of guy who goes back to your school to live, relive the glory days, like there's stuff in high school I'm proud of. But I, a short list. I'm not going a short list, but I'm not going back to school to be like, wow. I remember when I played that pastor with a lisp in that one play. Wow. Like, what? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, well, he's, he's, he's a bit different because there's something of him left there. There's something of, yeah, but still, it's kind of, you know what I mean? It's still sad going know, back man. to Relive I'll, the Glory I'll, I'll go back to high school just to stare at my name on the Hall of Fame thing. <laughs> They're just like, Sam, it's school hours. What are you doing here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just you gotta go, man. <laughs> I'm just like a homeless person. <laughs> oh, another thing I, I just um wanted to talk about is because um, I was talking about Zach Efron's acting earlier. Yeah. Is, um, did you ever catch that Ted Bundy movie he was in? I don't know. Because there was this weird craze for a while where it's like, we're going to take these Disney stars and put them as mur- famous murders. You had Austin Moon from Austin Alley who played um, Jeffrey Dahmer. You had him as Ted Bundy. I'm still waiting for Miley Cyrus to play Lizzie Borden. I, You know who that is, right? Please tell me that was a funny joke. I don't, actually. Is Lizzie Borden was an Old West murder, if I'm correct, if I'm using the name right. Because it's great. You make it in the Old West, you have Billy Ray Cyrus play like a sheriff or something. It would be a fantastic movie. 
1860 to 1927, American woman tried and acquitted of the August 4th, 1892 axe murders of her father and stepmother in Fall River, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. She was found not guilty, Sarah, so I'm not really sure what you're getting at here. She didn't do anything wrong. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Lizzie. If you're listening to this podcast somehow from beyond the grave, I want to apologize for Sam's rude behavior. Anyways, back to the movie. So this janitor comes up, and the janitor starts roasting him because the janitor is like, Dude, this I've janitor's seen Captain of- Knuckles, it sounds like. He's like, <laughs> ah, ah. But he's like, I've seen plenty of guys like you come back here. You had your shot, and you missed out and failed. And I'm like, this janitor, this is a janitor he said that? roasting him. Yeah. Cool. You man, did you watch the movie, or were you distracted by Jim Gaffigan somehow? I was just waiting for Jim. I was re, I was looking at images. You were of looking at on Google Jim images, <laughs> and you're like, "Crap! Wait, the movie." <laughs> but um, so Matt. Oh, we we skipped the whole part with like Ned at the beginning too. No, with, I didn't. Yeah, you did. What we, do you mean? Because I have serial ASMR makes me sad. Oh, I talked about that, but what well, we didn't talk about the cereal. Uh, yeah, well, he's yeah, and his cereal. his elf ears made me really sad. Yeah, that made me cringe. That's gonna be something I'm gonna talk well, no, about it's, later. No, that's but... something you would do. Let's just be real now. You're right, but I also want to talk oh. about Captain Crunch. Do you like Captain Crunch, Sam? It's one of the series I don't know how people eat because you might as well just be eating rocks. Like my gums bleed every time I bite into it. It's not a satisfying way to start your day. Dude, you need to go to the dentist. If that's your issue. Eating Captain Crunch makes your gums bleed. What's I'm joking. Wrong with you? I mean, it hurts to eat. I'm not, at, like, my teeth aren't falling out into the Captain Can Crunch. Can you eat potato chips, Eric? Wait, you should be able to eat that You've stuff? eaten enough ranch Doritos to fill a ranch. <laughs> You're telling me that you can't, you cannot fathom. You know what? Forget the discussion. Forget it. Forget, forget. This if you're going to mock this my This isn't even the taste. This is, this is about the actual texture. Yeah, that's what I'm t- the texture I hate. Okay, I mean, sure, if you you can tie that into my cereal ASMR, it makes me sad. Yeah, because it was really loud. But th- I don't think I saw Matthew Perry's gums bleeding from this. <laughs> it wasn't like he was like, ah. <laughs> Would that be a better movie if his teeth just start falling out and then that's how he transforms? Captain Crunch again. M- make this like a horror movie, like when he becomes seventeen, his like body starts morphing, his teeth are falling out, becoming baby teeth. His- that'd be great. You had baby teeth at seventeen. <laughs> okay, all right. You know what I? You know what? Okay. Was Zac Efron in a werewolf movie, or am I making that up? Was he in a werewolf movie, Zac Efron? Zac Efron, werewolf. Yeah, I'm thinking movie. I'm thinking of like a maybe a Nickelodeon movie or something, or a Disney movie. That's definitely not it. He was in a movie called Charlie St. Cloud, which is about his brother coming back from the dead. I don't think... All right, never mind then. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Now moving on up. <coughs> so, um, he, he the janitor just disappears, and he sees his um daughter, and he's like, hey, and for some reason, all of her friends are like, hi, Mr. Whatever, and which just made me think how... My dad is more popular than me around my friends. Yeah. Like, Sam, literally, yeah. every time Sam would come back when I was living with my dad in my house, he would ignore me, and he'd always be like, hey, Mr. K, and he, he's just always talk, talking to my dad. Everyone yeah. talks about my dad. Yeah. Uh, he's like a, a celebrity. We gotta have him on the podcast one day, except he might say a few things that we might have to edit Can out. Can we bring him on for the over-the-top episode? Over-the-top, yes. Yes. <laughs> but, um... So he he's like, I'm going to take you guys out for ice cream. And he takes his daughter and son out. 
And it's like this child polo ice cream and... You see this a lot in movies where it's like the dad doesn't want to accept the kids are growing up, so he takes them to a place they liked as kids. Which, do any dads actually do this? Are any dads that out of touch? Probably. Maybe it's just because my dad's so freaking awesome. Like, he is, like, God. King. So maybe I just never had that problem. Mm-hmm. But, um... All-knowing. By the way, if you guys want to picture my dad, just picture, like, a young, young Jeff Bridges, I would say. Yes. Yes. Doesn't he look like Jeff Bridges? I can see it. <laughs> But, um, so, he takes them, and his daughter instantly puts in some headphones, and for some reason, this joke has stuck with me through the years, I never laughed at, but it's always in my head, where she's pretending to listen to music, but the headphones are plugged in, but she's just trying to ignore him, and he's talking to his son, he's like, oh yeah, I'm trying, trying to live his life through him, he's like, aren't you in basketball, yeah, well, he's like, yeah, it's going good, he's like, no, no, it's gotta be going great, good's not gonna get you a scholarship, buddy. I just love this whole pressure about, like, sports and scholarships, where it's mm. like, you gotta, you play sports good, blah, 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 blah. It reminds me of the thing of, like, they say that parents who push their kids to be doctors, mm-hmm. are the parents are never doctors. Yeah. That's the thing, you <laughs> it's, know? It's because, yeah, like, doctors have a high like, suicide I never rate. did this, so now you have to do this. You're gonna make up for my, that's a huge issue with parenthood, is, like, you're going to make up for the mistakes that I made. You're not going to do the same mistakes See, I did. me and Sam, we're going to be different. We're going to tell all kids to make the mistakes. I'm, I'm going to make you have to I'm be a writer. I'm speedrunning the mistakes right now. That's what I'm trying to do. Any percent. I'm like, you guys are going to be a writer. You're not going to go to school for engineering or being yeah. a doctor. You're going for English. All right. <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> So um, then he goes back to his house to talk to his wife, and she's throwing his stuff into a wood chipper. Wood chipper, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I love. I just thought of the Drake and Josh scene where they throw cheese in there. Yes, that's from the Christmas movie because it doesn't yes. snow in L.A. or whatever, so or in Seattle, LA. so they're throwing it in. Dude, that J- Drake and Josh Christmas movie was a classic, except I remember that movie gave me a few of chimpanzees. Yeah. I was legit. I had a nightmare after watching that movie where a chimpanzee was holding me at gunpoint. <laughs> you ever hear the nine one one call of that chimpanzee that rips a woman's face off? Yes, that is legit terrifying. <sighs> I, I I I have a few of chimps. I'm not gonna lie. The only chimp I'm not afraid of, Harambe. What? Nothing. What? <laughs> no, nothing. What? What's nothing. The, okay. <laughs> All right, but um, so his wife says they're gonna get they're getting a divorce because apparently he's just been like a joke to her all these years and every he gets mad at her saying you know like to quote him i've uh, been in a bad mood the past 20 years yes because she says like he was working on this um smokehouse or something or this grill thing and then he gave up and he's like you know if i went to college i could have paid for someone to do this for me and he's blaming her and it's like Mm -hmm. You know what? She shouldn't get back with him after that. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that is awful. But, um... And he's the hero we're supposed to be cheering for. But... So, um, the kids go back inside. And then, oh, what happens after this? He goes to Ned's place. He goes back to Ned's place. Uh-huh. And Ned is gaming. Or whatever, he's, like, too busy. He's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I wrote on here, he goes... He's playing chess. Or so first, he's play, He's gaming on a Mac. That's my yep. first issue. Second issue is he's playing checkmate. Or he's playing uh, checkers. Or no, chess. And in the corner, webcam is this like small Indian child. And Ned goes, <laughs> Samir, checkmate, boom. <laughs> <laughs> 
By the way, another thing we should probably mention is the fact that Ned is super rich because he said in a off quote that he made a company to yep. make um pirating music illegal, and then he made another company yeah. to help you pirate music. <laughs> he, Ned invented Napster. That's yep. what we're getting at right here. Right so now. now he's like super rich and he just games and stuff. That's it for my notes. <laughs> That's it. So now Sam's going to be leaving, and I'm going to be running the podcast till I have a stroke. All right. So, All right. Well, goodbye, Sam. Have a nice drive. All right. But, um, so then he's, uh, what happens next? Why is he, is it he starts driving and it's raining or does that happen later? What happened? Because you don't have your notes, so. Uh, I'm oh. not supposed to be here anymore. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Because I think I stopped taking notes, too. Oh. If you want me to actually pay attention, what was the question again? <laughs> so, um, this is when he starts driving in the rain, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's driving. He's like, My life's falling he, apart. Yeah, he's driving in the rain. He's sad. And then he sees the Jan who's about to freaking kill himself. Yeah. He's that was about savage. to jump off the bridge, and I'm like, holy crap, what? He was, no, dude, he was suplexing the water. So then um, he uh, a semi-truck drives by, and the janitor's no longer there. He's like, oh my gosh, the janitor jumped. So he runs over to the edge, and a, like a whirlpool, vortex, a vortex yeah. starts to form and sucks him in through really bad He sees CGI. his younger self in there, and he's like, what? What? Whoa. Whoa. And then he dies. Yeah. And the rest of the movie is like a drama where it's like he never got to live that life, and he pushed everyone away. And it's just, it's just a comedy about Ned. Indie fi- <laughs> I would prefer that. Just talk about Ned. <laughs> Ah, uh, Ned. But, um... I need to stop saying but um, I'm sorry. But um, but um, um, sorry. But um, but um... Oh, 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 So, he... We see him, and he's in his this mud-soaked suit. He apparently got out of the water, no longer caring to find the Jadda, or calling the police that yeah, he's I just saw done. a man kill himself. Well, yeah, the shower scene, and then Ned's there, and he's yeah, like... he's showering, and you? he sees he's a kid now. He freaks out. And then Ned, he walks out, Ned notices him, and for some reason, no one in this movie recognizes him from his childhood. Yeah. So I feel like I would recognize Well, the Zac wife kind of does, but she's just like, oh, it's just a coincidence. Yeah, like, we're both in our 20s, so it's not really, like, it wouldn't be that different if I was 17. I would just have shaggy hair and bad I mean, opinions. if I saw you at 17, I'd probably take the nearest weapon and, like, smash it against your head. Honestly, and it's not because you don't recognize me. It's just because it's me as a 17-year-old. It's I just because I know what it would turn into. <laughs> it's a, wait, no, Silk, I'm not going to let you make those mistakes yeah. again. <laughs> Smashes my head in. But so that's what he does. He grabs weapons and starts attacking this kid. And I mean, like, like I thought, Nerd oh, it's like stuff. toy swords. But he, like, grabs an actual blade and he's prepared to kill Zac Efron. Yeah. And then he gets the lightsaber. He's like, a good force power. Oh, yeah, and, and they start fighting. Honestly, I loved this scene. I thought it was a great fight scene, except it went on a little too long. It was but too nerdy for me. You know, whatever. But I, I was wheezing. Dismissive. I was laughing. I, I was having a good time with it. I loved it. And like at this, point, I understand all these references. Sarek says, <laughs> as he traverses through eighty mystical realms and sci-fi <laughs> universes. Shut up. Up to this point, I was loving the movie. I thought this was a really fun movie. Like, I thought this was pleasantly surprising. I'm like, you know what? I might like this more than I like the B movie. 
I, so I, this was the point you liked it more up to this point. See, I didn't like this part at all. I didn't like the beginning at all. Really? It doesn't get good until Ned starts hitting on the. Principal. That's where I stopped liking it. Oh, uh, this is gonna be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's horrible. Yeah, it's great though. So. Um. But um. So he, like he um. No, and I then lo- he oh. <laughs> I love it because he, he starts, like, saying stuff that only he would know. And he says stuff like, oh, you asked um, Princess Leia to the prom. And he's like, it made public news. Yeah. And- I hope it was a public shaming. Look at this nerd. L- l- look at him. Look at him. It's just a bunch of guys on motorcycles, like, kicking him. <laughs> just beating nerd. the crap out of him. Oh. oh, here's something I know for all you nerds out there. Uh, Han Solo's, like, pistols based off of some German-designed one. I'm sure Ned knew that. I'm surprised Ned didn't say that in the movie. I feel like you and Ned would have been best friends, Sam. I feel like you'd be sleeping on Ned's couch. I'd be sleeping in his bed. <laughs> Wait, like, 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 in his other bed or like with him? In his other one. Oh, okay. The spare room. I thought because you would need room for Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jim Gaffigan's <laughs> got to fit in the bed. Sorry, Ned. We're gonna need a king size. Yes, king size for kings. But uh. But so like um, Jesus. but and then he like um, so um, I'm sorry guys, I'm not a professional podcaster. I'm not can, adding can, all this out because it's gonna be too much work. No, you're gonna add it all out to put it at the end as a post credit scene. Was just bunch of all my butt ums put together. You know, there's a compilation of Ethan Klein from H three H three coughing. Really, there is. There's gonna be one of you just going but um, <laughs> but um, but um. But um, but um. Eight hours of relaxing buttums. Syrup <laughs> ASMR. It's just me saying buttums. And then eating Captain Crunch as you my gums gushing blood. Yes. My gums are bleeding right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love Captain Crunch. <laughs> just bawling. Have you been able to remember where you were going with this now? No. But, um... Oh, but, but I'm like... Oh, I, I'm even getting sick of the buttum <laughs> joke now. And I made, up, I made it up. So, so he... T- Talks to Ned. Ned's like got all these nerdy books out. And he's like, okay, so yes. have you ever been? I kind of like this. Where he's like, of have you, you ever been a Norse god before? No. Have you ever been a vampire or a cyborg? And he's like, I haven't been either of those. He's like, well, if you cyborg. were a cyborg, you wouldn't tell me. If you were a cyborg, you would have to tell me. And if you're a vampire, you wouldn't tell me. So, and I don't know. I found that kind of funny. How he's like. But I like how they don't waste a whole lot of time yeah. of him trying to. Uh-huh. <laughs> Of him trying to believe him because he's yeah. just a nerd. So he's like, okay, I believe you. Yep. Except he's not freaking out that magic exists. He's just kind of like, oh, well, okay, I guess you're 17 again. It's when you get to the certain level of nerddom, you just get you bestowed. Just, you just accept you just it. Know. Like if I saw Sam as like a 12-year-old boy, I would be like, okay, well, I guess that's usual because I watched a season of Game of Thrones once. I need to stop hitting the mic. Sorry. So, but, um... So he's like, okay, I know what so I got. So the it. new joke. So yeah. like, okay, so. the Jadu is um, oh, a spirit no. guide. Yes. So they're like, okay, so we gotta enlist you back in school so you can try to reconnect with your kids and relive the glory days, and then you can become an adult again. So they so. um make a bunch of fake documents and photos of Zac Efron. Yeah, but. They don't do his license, apparently, because was, there's a scene later where he's like, well, you, you don't got an ID. Uh, this is my beer now, Ned says. And I'm like, okay. 
Like, what if he just hits someone in a head-on collision, and they're like, license and identification or whatever. He just pulls out <laughs> Matthew Perry's photos. Just this fat 40-year-old man. You think this kid would need um? No, I don't. A social security number to get into the school. That's Something the like other that. thing. Enrollment. But they're like, oh, you just need photos. Okay, we'll take you. Yeah. What? Photos. And there's like no paperwork or anything. He just starts. And then there's those Star Wars photoshopped ones. Where he's like, oh, these are for me. <laughs> that one, I was like, I, I don't want to know what that. else he has photoshopped. Did you laugh at that? Man. No, I didn't laugh. No, you I was did. worried. No, you laughed. No, I, I was I was crying laughing. I was all LOLing so loud. Yeah. I was rolling on the floor laughing. Okay. Like, I think I had a heart attack. What? It, it's actually like very serious, Sam. I have not felt my heart beat since last night when I watched this. That tells me a lot about why this is going the way it's going. <laughs> I'm de- you all doing this with a corpse, and that's why you're having zero chemistry. A corpse party? A corpse party? Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> so this is when Ned falls in love with the principal, and again, I w- is he gonna end up with Jan the principal? from the office? Who knows? Oh, yeah, I never watched The Office. So she was in The Office? Yeah, she was, yeah, in The Office. Ah, okay. Was, yep. she, was she good in The Office? I don't know. She was there. <laughs> she was there. She played the antagonist-type role. Do you want to well. tell people why you watch The no, Office? You no. don't. You don't want to? No. Okay, we, we won't say it. We don't have to talk about this. <laughs> I'll destroy your whole life if you really want me to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Sam, I'm sorry. Mercy. Mercy. Sarah, do we need to talk about... No, we don't need to talk about... That could mean... There's so much stuff I could be that I've done. Literally, it could imply like 50 different things. It's scary. Sarah, I saw outside that little... Wait, you mean you looked in the closet and you saw the... Do you know that uh, YouTube will basically not recommend videos if they pick up on the beeps uh, sensor sound effect? Really? Yeah. So we're not going to censor. We're just going to be This is going to be silence because there this literally just, gonna... just was silence. <laughs> That's what we did. Didn't well, this I... has been a horrible sidetrack anyway. <laughs> this was a waste of time. Just yeah. like there's two minutes a lot of scenes in this movie. <laughs> so he um, finally gets started. And um, so Zach. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. You Keep need going. to stop. So he's like, you know what, I'm not going to let you, because he's wearing like this backwoods cap, and he's got his pants singing. Yes, he's, he's cool, man. He's like, no, I've got to get you this leather jacket, these sunglasses, this call, and all the ladies are like, ooh, look at this guy. Which, you're going to have a lot of this no, movie. No, they, where they made like, fun of him. No, before, but now they're like hitting on him, because now oh. he's like oh, dressed all nice. Oh, this and... is after Ned takes him to the... Yep. Okay. And he, um... Gives go... him the new car, the Audi R8, according to YouTube. Yep. Not and... sponsored. And he goes to the ba- the um, bathroom, and he sees his sons just tied to the toilet. Yeah. Just taped to the toilet. And I like how casual his son- the k- kid's just like, hey, um, a little help here. My, my hands are literally taped to my butt. And I, was- I just love how casual the kid is, because I'm like, how many times has this happened to this guy? Do you think, like, the janitor just has, like, a pocket knife ray just to cut him free every time it happens? It kind of reminded me of in the Fairly Odd Parents how there were those bullies and they would always throw kids in the toilet. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to say as someone who is bullied in a public school setting. Cause Can I you talk about school, that some more? What was that? Can I hear more about your bullying stories? Sure. I never got swirlies or anything. I never got wedgies. I never got taped to a toilet. I never got any of that. But I guess... 
What you did have you to get, do Sarah? that in movies. What, what did I, you get? I got beat up. <laughs> you got physically assaulted. I got fi- I got literally pushed against the locker by the throat. The kid grabbed me by the throat, pushed me to the locker. I got detention for damaging school property with my body. Yes. <laughs> I kid yes. you not. I yes. had detention for damaging school property with my fat body. The one body. time I got detention was sort of a similar situation to that, but that's a story for a different time. You don't want to talk about that today? If we're ever watching a math movie someday, then I'll talk about it. What did you get detention for with math? Oh, well, I like how me, it's like, because uh, I got beat up and you, it's like, I did a math I was problem. a victim here. I was a victim just like you. I like how you said I was a victim here. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, like, I wasn't. <laughs> I was a victim. I didn't damage school property, Sarek. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, our school's already unfunded as is. We don't need kids getting... Pushing yeah, the lockers. Yeah, I, I would get beat up and stuff. And I guess you can't really show that in a family film, so he just got taped to a toilet. Well, they showed a lot more things that aren't acceptable in family films than this, I feel like, later on. Yeah, again, I thought it's supposed to be a family film, but some of the stuff that happens later, I'm like, I'm not showing this to any of my kids one day. Why would you watch 17 again with your kids? Except to show them what a man Jim. looks like with Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, I'm just gonna be. This is this could have been your father. Kids, you want to see what a role me. model looks like, Jim Gaffigan? He's I don't know. He's probably done some messed up stuff. Everybody has. Jim Gaffigan has he? I don't know. Does he have a criminal know. record? He probably got canceled. Like for Matthew something. Broderick. Matthew. Bro- <laughs> different story. Different movie. D- different, different Moving story. on. Moving on. So they go to the cafeteria, and then he realizes that his daughter has a secret boyfriend. What? And who could it be? Spin the wheel. Oh, oh, it's a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) It just becomes like a lifetime drama. Like, wait a second. I can't accept this romance. Society won't allow it. This is where we get the classic um, dad thing where it's like, my son, I'm going to get you some tail. We're going to get you laid with the head cheerleader. But if my daughter even touches a man's hand, I am shooting him. Yep. Yeah, we're... That Man, kind of stupid. weird view where it's like he's trying to get his son laid throughout the movie. That's his character, and he's trying to get his daughter the opposite of that. The entire film. Get away from that man. But so he grabs a basketball and he's just bouncing a basketball in the gym. Which why do you always see that in movies? I noticed that in every movie when you want a character to be a jock, they're always wearing a jersey and they're always holding um a ball for one of those sports. Well, let me tell you, Sarah. It's Can about, you imagine? It's called identifiable character characteristics, right? If you make a character and they just look like normies, you're going to think they're a normie. What you got to do is the greatest characters, you can, to, to know what a great character is, you can tell who it is just by their silhouette. That's what they say. See, I'm, I'm picturing like, there's like a hunting team for the school and the kids are just wearing jerseys and holding shotguns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're proud Americans. <laughs> Alright guys, we're going up, we're going over to the library. Oh, they no. can't silence us any longer. <laughs> Jeez, Sam. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Okay. Books. So he gets the basketball and he starts bouncing on each finger and he's making fun of the guy. And this is where we get some great homophobia. Because he's like, because if you're bullying me, it means one of three things. Oh. Either you're a little girl pounding, pounding on the closet door trying to get out. He he throws it onto the other finger spinning, and he's like, you're either just an idiot, or the third one, he's bouncing it on his pinky, very specifically, he says, you have a very tiny... And everyone's like, whoa! He didn't even say that, I'm gonna have to cut that out. No, that's what he said. No, he didn't. That was his exact word. No, he word. didn't. Yes, he... Nope. Sorry, he used the word wiener. Yeah, that's what he I said. I bet you feel stupid right now. No, that's what he said. You said a different word. Well, that means the same thing. Does it, though? 
Yeah. If you want to cut, I I I usually I don't, don't talk like that. Yeah, that was why I was really disturbed. Yeah, because I don't really say stuff like that. Also, but he didn't just to... say dumb. He he was like, "You're a monkey. Your brain isn't developed." Oh yeah, which again, this is your problem with him being too charismatic. I can't picture Matthew Perry saying that stuff so cleverly. I'm yeah. Like, no, it was too quick of a switch. That was what I was gonna get to with the f- fight with Ned. Is like, he immediately like Matthew Perry, like he would not even if he had the strength to fight like that. He wouldn't be like, oh, it's me. Oh. He would probably just take the punches. Honestly, yeah, he'd be like, beat me, <laughs> beat me <laughs> more. <laughs> so um, he embarrasses him, and f- um, oh, what happens after this? He embarrasses him. And uh, we can literally skip to wherever in this movie, dude. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. We're just kind of giving the timeline so so far. So he goes home with um, his son because now they're friends and they're playing basketball. And he's like, wow, you should really join the team. You're very talented. And then his wife comes home. Oh, boy. And she's the first person to recognize him. And this is where it gets really uncomfortable because she's like touching his face and stuff. And if I'm her son, I'm like, mom. This is illegal. What are you doing? I do like how a friend it pulls her away and she's like, and she's like, okay, maybe smelling no teenage is. boys isn't the solution. And like walks her away. Why would you want to smell teenage boys? This is a question. This is just a question. Are you asking me why I want to smell teenage boys? I'm not. Well, I know you have your reasons, but well, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I, I just, I'm just curious in general why people would. Because she thinks it's her husband. She's like, I gotta know. I gotta smell him. Which. Ma'am, this is a 17-year-old boy. I don't care <laughs> what you're saying, thinking. But So they go inside. Well, actually, her friend's like, we're going to try to get you laid. Naomi. And, and then he's like, he just does this thing. Well, he does this a lot in the movie where he's like, just has these big philosophical discussions I feel like Matthew Perry wouldn't have. Where yeah. he's like, should you really talk about that in front of your son who's going through a lot psycho- psychologically after you, you, after the divorce? Uh, well, yeah. And then I'm like, like Matthew sense. Perry's not saying that. Like, what? Zach Efron, maybe, but not Matthew Perry. These are two different people. Yeah. Which is weird, because according to the IMDb, Zach Efron talked to Matthew Perry, because they're like, we don't have any scenes together, but I want to try to mimic you the best I can, but I don't see Who mimicked like, who? What was that? Who mimicked who here? Exactly. It's like, because Matthew Perry doesn't have enough interesting characteristics for Zach Efron to covered except he's sarcastic and matt and zach efron isn't sarcastic he's charming because that's all matthew perry's known for is for being sarcastic and stuff like in friends did you ever watch friends no you never watched friends no really i'm gonna hot take don't it's not that good oh boy i tell you all the girls in my class would uh beat you with rods for that one Literally, it seems to be one of those shows where it's like people are like, oh, it's such a great show, and they rewatch it, but it's really not that funny. Uh, people I rewatch for nostalgia. Yeah. Or if you're a like, I girl. like that '70s show. I think that show mostly holds up, despite the fact we f- one of the cast members is a rapist. Yay! Have you I watched that '70s no. show? What shows did you watch besides The Office? All right, so if you're talking sitcoms, the yeah. best sitcom out there is Everybody Loves Raymond. I disagree, but I, oh, I, I, I no, like it enough. Oh, you're wrong, dude. As long as you don't think, because Ray Romano is basically like the Christ. He really is. <laughs> of, he's the Christ of comedy. I like Brad Garrett. I think he's fantastic. Who's that? His brother. Oh yeah, Robert. Everyone loves Raymond. Yes, but, I love Frank too, dude. Frank and Marie. Oh yes. 
okay, you know what? You're right. It's a fantastic show. I'm it's sorry. A, it's a phenomenal show. But, great uh, chemistry. <laughs> Everyone does have people. great chemistry. But a show that's not so great that I had to watch because I um I will kill I didn't have to but I'm a night shift caregiver so you know what they put on on TV the shows no one cares to watch so while I'm folding laundry and stuff TV will be on and they play the old adventures of New Christine which is one of the least funny shows I've ever seen I like Wanda Sykes who is in it and I think the main actress is good in Seinfeld every time I watch it I am like deadpan. Because, like, the way they tell jokes is so bad. Like, one great joke that could have been great is, um, she's giving, um, a speech at, um, her son's school about why they need, why diversity, diversity, diversity is important in school, schools. And as she gives the speech, the camera pans over to reveal the kid is a, the class is a bunch of white kids. I'm like, oh, that's a funny joke. Then the camera cuts back to her saying, wow, this school is really white. It's literally, it sets up a funny, clever joke. And then she expl- she turns to the audience to be like, I know you guys probably have three brain cells, so let me explain the joke. And I hate that version of joke telling, you know what I mean? I've never seen the show in my life, so uh, okay. Alright, well I mean like with that joke, but like, sure, yeah. I went off I on a tangent, it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But, um, oh no, no, fun well, fact, Matthew Perry and um, the guy um, who, who plays Ned... They had a show together, The Odd Couple. So, that... Never seen it. I watched it because my dad loves to watch cruddy sitcoms. No offense to my dad, but... Your dad has good taste. Well, I mean... Kinda. Okay. Um... But, um... I didn't say but this time, Sam. Gotcha! No, you've said it like three times subconsciously in the last minute (laughs) that you just haven't picked up on. So... Can you start the sentence without bottom or something? I'm trying, but what I'm else gonna, can I'm I gonna, see to on, start it? <laughs> How else can I start the sentence? Hold on. I guess well, I'm just going to start with the thought. Okay. Matt. Yep. I physically can't. No, it's, it's, it's fine. It's so fine. Just, just don't worry about it. Just keep going, man. Are you going to count how many no, times I'm I gonna, say no, it? No, just keep going. Matthew Perry. Then, wait, no, not Matthew Perry. Zach Efron. What mm-hmm. happens next? Because now I lost my train of thought. Dude, this, there's so many scenes in this movie. Like, I could skip to wherever and be like, oh, the garden scene at the end. And Do we talk about his daughter again? Like, there's more scenes with that. I don't know. Is there really anything important that happens in the middle of this movie? Not not really, I guess. So, do you just want... All right, it took 22 seconds, but we... Uh, that was pretty good. You're counting to the next <laughs> time you say Jeez, yeah. Sam. Zach Efron um, finds out that his daughter is going to a party and he takes his son. He's like, you know what? We're going to go to that party too. And we're going to. This is your party. You're, you're on the team. You got to go, he says. Oh, yeah. Because they, they made the team. Because his son got also, on the team. That was a horrible thing where he's like, yeah. Uh, what's the main dude's name? Ned? Yeah. He's like talking to his son. He's like, yeah, Ned did good at the practice. And so did I. Uh, wait, no, his name's not Ned. His name's Mulk. Ned is his friend. Oh, yeah. Darn it. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Ned. Um, but one thing I do like, which that is a really nice touch, though. is that they um say that Zach... Because now he's a kid again. He's just eating a bunch of food. But the food they have him make is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. He yeah. puts cheese Whiz on, like, um, a uh, meat stick. Well, that was only and, a couple. And he, like, makes this sandwich of crushed... Uh, of, like, uh, pickles and crushed um, potato chips. I yeah, it's like a up. pregnant woman or something. Exactly. Something. What's I'm going like, on here? Okay, I was a teenage boy. I ate the crappiest food. I remember 
we were video chatting once Sam saw like the sandwich I made I was eating and Sam almost threw up. Do you remember that in high school? It was like our sophomore year. No, what was that? I don't remember. I think it was like... Are you sure it was a video chat? Yeah. Okay. But on what? Discord? I'm really disgusting. Forgive me, guys. Because I, I was in the wool shape. No, I feel like, I feel like it was like um, hard salami and then melted cheese and like mayonnaise and like toast and I don't remember what else was on it but it was just the most disgusting looking thing okay it, just thinking about it makes me want to throw up but uh <laughs> so you, you you get upset as if like as if anyone did. else cares. No, 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 no. You what? get upset as if it's like, darn it, I did it again. But you don't pick up on the ten times you subconsciously do it. <laughs> which is really funny to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. So, Matthew... Oh, so, there's not soap. Oh, so, um... Zach Efron <laughs> goes to... Do you want to take it over, you, Sam? You take it over. I mean, over. this you would be completely different if I took it over. Right, you is, say what happens. Well, I'm not, again, that's not my style. I don't remember anything in this movie, <laughs> except for, like, the beginning and end, even though I just watched it. So they go... Can we get to the... Oh, I mean, we don't have to get to that part. They go to the party, and it's at, like, a bowling alley, but there's so many different stuff here that I forgot it's, like, a bowling alley. Okay, so he's here at this bowling alley, right? Uh-huh. And he's trying to get the sun some action. <laughs> yeah. And, um... It, oh, I did it. Look at that, guys. But it's funny when he goes over to these girls and he's like, oh, yeah, talk to these girls. And he's like, no, I'm too nervous. I'm too nervous. I can't talk to them. I can't. Talk. You got to talk to them. Man. I can't do that. Don't look at them. Don't look at them. And he's having this like full on meltdown. And then Zach Efron walks over to them and all the ladies are like, hi there. And they're like all over. Oh, yeah, they're all over him. And it's. See, That's, I respect it for a moment because he rejected like two of them. He's yeah. like, no, no. And then one of them's like, I got kicked out the cheerleading team because I'm too flexible. And he considers it for a moment. I'm like, no, stop that. Have the power the power within. The power, power within. within. <laughs> so his son's flirting with the girl. Mm. And I do like this physical comedy because he like puts his um leg up on a table and it, his pants get lit on fire. Yes. But I do hate this joke that's done so much in movies. Please tell me you know this joke. The, you're on fire. Really? I'm doing a good job? No, you're really on fire. I've seen it like once or twice probably, but I, I know it's a trope. Yeah, but I, I do like his reaction because he just walks away with his flaming pants and doesn't care. He just kind of like <laughs> hobbles away into the bathroom. And that made me laugh that his, he just walks casually. He sees his um daughter and goes yep. to talk to and she's like and she's like oh yeah i'm not going to this big school i'm going to a local university because i'm gonna move in with my boyfriend and community college yeah because he's gonna he's on his way to the management position at home depot which i hate when movies do this when they make fun of working class people and they're like he's not going going to college he's gonna get a job as a manager yeah (laughs) what a loser college really today is more of a thing where you only need to take it if there's a job you have in mind that you want to get. Not because you want to get that job, but because that job requires four years of education. Yeah. You know? It's like a lot of blue-collar jobs don't. It's like, you did high school? Cool. Exactly. So, and you know, not- and like, at most with like trades and that, it's like, okay, you went to two years of school? That's fine. And there's nothing wrong with working a blue-collar job. Absolutely why, not. Why are we acting like that's a bad thing? Like, he's going to be a magic? Oh, that's so bad. Like, the guy's a joke. And a lot of people but, that go to college with these big dreams and aspirations will get a degree, and they won't do, be able to do anything with it, and they'll end up 
in the factories. Like both, uh, both of us. They're, they're gonna, both of us. They're going to end up walking for the guy who went straight for the manager position. Yeah, we're going to end up walking. That's, for that's, that's guy. what I'm saying. Is that yeah, we're in that <laughs> position right now. <laughs> but you are here, point of no return. So he and he just starts yelling at his daughter. He's like, "I forbid you from going with yeah, this match." He's like, "Who do you think you are, my dad?" And runs away. It would have been funny if he was just like, "Oh," and he just jumped off the balcony to his dad. I thought he was about to push her off the balcony. The way he was like jumping at her, <laughs> he, he starts strangling he starts her, strangling. Holds, <laughs> holds her over the balcony with one arm. You're not gonna date Stan anymore. Well, that's, it's like the omen where he's standing at the ledge, his kids look up, and he's like, I did it for you, and he jumps this time like how the guy jumped off the bridge. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like two people who watch that movie and are like, <laughs> I got his joke. Funny. Only one of them remembers it, actually. <laughs> two of them There's watch. two people who got it and only one who's slightly laughing. Yeah. <laughs> but Yes? So, like, his son, his son then what are you, walk- an opera, like, dancer right now? You're <laughs> his son then putting walk- your arm up into the heavens? Who are you, who are you summoning, To God? be or not to be. His son walks up, and he's like, I just want to go home, man. And his, I like the touch. His pants are just smoking, and Zac Efron looks after him. He's like, what happened to you? And What's on he, your pants? And then it cuts. Un- Zac Efron takes a job for um his wife. Walking for um her backyard because she doesn't recognize him. I didn't even pick up that she hired him, but okay. Yeah, she hired him, and there's a lot of weird, awkward scenes where they're kind of flirting together. This is uh, he originally hated the garden, did he not? As yes. an adult, but now he's like, "This is great, Scar. This is, this is um, amazing." And I'm like, "Oh, simp, <laughs> can you simp for your wife?" I, I simp for you, Sam. So, well, I'm not homosexual. I'm sorry. Wait, we, we need to talk about this after the podcast. I feel like we've been giving mixed This signals. wasn't in the contract, all right? I'm not... <laughs> well, oh, crap, I left it out. I left that page at home. One scene, either I forgot to mention this, or does this happen after, I don't remember. In the sex ed class, which I just want to talk about. Uh, this is the most unrealistic thing yeah, in the like movie. He, like, fights Stan that one time, too, in the classroom, and beat, yeah, whatever, yep. yeah. Uh, so, I'm over it. So the teacher is like, well, we um, preach abstinence in the school. Yes. And Zach Efron is yes. like, yeah, I think that's great. And Finally, everyone, someone with some sense in this school. Yeah, and everyone's looking at him. She's like, but I know you guys are probably going to do it anyway. So I'm, we're going to give you condoms, which happened in a middle school class of mine where they give kids condoms. And I'm like, in middle school? But so Zach Efron... I mean... Uh-huh. I'm nope. Never mind. Go on. So Zach Efron <laughs> starts giving the sums. I just thought back to when you're being shoved into a locker, but we're not gonna do anything else with that. Well, we're actually going to because Zach Efron starts giving um the speech where he's like, "You guys should save yourself for when you're married for someone who you really love, and when you hold that baby girl in your hands, and all the girls are like, I don't want my comm anymore. Take it back." And I'm like. They're falling for it? Did he? I was going to be a reverend. I was this guy in high school. In a Christian school. I got made fun of. In a Christian school for saying that stuff. And in middle oh, yeah. school, I got beat up for saying that stuff. The kid who threw me against the lockers because I said that stuff. I got awesome. my, I got my face... I got um, pushed into a stall. I didn't get a swirly, but my face was like pushed against the wall. 
because I said that stuff. And these girls are cheering for him. No, he's getting beat up. He's getting bullied for the rest of his time in that school. Did you ever fight uh, back against these bullies? No. You just went and wrote fan fiction in the... <laughs> I just threw fan fiction about it where I kicked the bus. Were you one? <laughs> and then and then I took my claws and shoved them into his hand. And then Batman's like, "Don't worry, Sirik, I chose you." And then we beat up the bullies together. Yeah. And then Batman snapped his neck. No mercy, Sirik. No mercy. And Batman ripped his heart out and took a bite out of it. Oh. I don't know about that, but... Uh, <laughs> you, you saw my writing. I got morbid. Oh, my computer's dying. Should I plug this bad boy in? Um, we're gonna pause, guys. I'm gonna plug this in. Gosh, Dana. We'll be right back. Um, we're gonna cut to commercial break. Ugh! We don't actually have any sponsors. <laughs> and we are back. Man, that was a great sponsorship, wasn't it? I'm really glad that Hello Raid has finally decided to sponsor us. Who's that? It was like a mix of HelloFresh and Raid, like the most common ones. Raid Shadow Legends. It was a joke, Sam. Oh, I was thinking of Ray. Well, never Ray Romano. <laughs> Hello, Ray. Thank you, Ray Romano, for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we're back, and uh, that's not Ray Romano. That was awful. <laughs> yeah. What? Are, no, what is Ray Romano? Dude, I you can't impersonate Ray Romano. It's like you can't. He's he's a god. You can't see. Men. You can't see God. You can't sound like Ray Romano. You know, <laughs> those, those are the two guarantees yep. in life. Oh. What you can see is Zac Efron beat the crap out of this bully. Something I never did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, At least in my fan yeah. fiction. Yeah. <laughs> well, in real life you didn't, but who cares about that? Who cares about real life when you're a writer? I make my own worlds. I make my own worlds. You think that you're smart in your little jock world where you play basketball and throw objects at each other? I write mystical worlds. <laughs> with- <laughs> I have 20 layers You think you're so cool jumping against sweaty men? Well, I am the elf king. (laughs) I I wrote the great Lord Charkrar, and he he defeated 20 legions of men just like you who thought that they were powerful but were just little babies. (laughs) With my magical sword. And then he got three women in the end. How many women do you have? But he didn't do anything with them because abstinence <laughs> rules. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, it's 17 again. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Oh, Can I get a hallelujah? <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. So, uh, we cut to. Mmm. What happens now? Oh, so then he, um, they, since his son made the basketball wow. team, they won a basketball game, and they're like, they won the basketball game. Oh, wait. They finished the yard first. They see it, yeah. and then him and the wife start slow dancing, dancing together. And then Alex comes. He's like, I'm, a- I'm Alex's mom. I can't do this. It's like, no, you're you're on the market. You, you're, yeah. There's no rules for you. There's so many times where this seems like it's about to become like a Lifetime movie where it's like a teenage boy and a grown mature woman. What's going to happen? No, Except it's it's too well lit. It's not that. It's an old man in the body of a teenage boy. (laughs) So he and his son go, um... Yeah. And they die. (laughs) They they die. I was crying. So his son, so they win a game, and I love this because his wife, his um wife takes a date to the game, and 
she's like, wow, this is when my husband proposed to me. And the guy is just he's like, well, that's good to hear. <laughs> no, he's like, that's hard to compete with. <laughs> oh, that, that's it. I'm like, yeah. yeah oh, buddy. man. I was that, that guy, a, I, I did skip past a bit of this because uh-huh. I was cringing too much. When I say the scene I skip past, it's when Zach Efron's talking to the dude at the doorway. And he's like, you shouldn't go out with him. Was he a bad dude, or was that guy no, just hating on him? He was hating on him because he brought um, a douchey sort of flaw. The guy seemed like a nice guy. Nice r slash nice guys rise up. Does that still exist? Or did they get deleted? I can't remember. I have no idea. Should I look at? Oh, nope. 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 Next scene. No. Next scene. Next slide. All right. So he's like, we're gonna have a party at um Ned's house because Ned is on a date with the principal because. Ned is like, I'll yes. buy everyone in the school a laptop if you just go on a date do with me. Do it for the children. Because in movies, they always do this where it's like, you want to get the woman? Harass her. Yeah. <laughs> the more you harass her, she has to say yes eventually. So they they go they're, um on the date, and then the it's not going well. Ned's all embarrassed. But then she, she references something about Lord of the Rings, and he's like, oh my gosh. And he starts speaking Elvis to her. And this is where my complaint comes. I hate when movies do this where the nerd character, just their entire life is based off of being a nerd. Where, like, every little thing, like... Isn't like, that true to your life, though, sir? Yeah. But I'm thinking, yeah, like, in, exactly. in Cobra Kai, do you watch that show? I'm assuming not. No. Good show, I but there's a character... Karate Kid. There's a character named Dimitri, who I really hate, because his entire character is just like, whoa, this reminds me of that one scene in Game of Thrones. Wow, this is just like when this happened in Game of Thrones. And it's like, with when you're a nerd, your entire life, you just base everything off of fiction. You can't exist in reality. So it's like, wow, this is just like in... Uh, I don't know. What? So he's, he's JoJo referencing for elfish culture. Basically. I see. <laughs> And it's so, ah, uh, it's so annoying. But, so, of course, they end You're up together it. because it's like, well, I guess you like elves, I like elves, so we're in love now. Boom. So, they're going to head back to the house, but Zac Efron is throwing this party, and it's becoming this big mess, and, he, oh, wait, in an earlier scene, oh, we find out oh, that oh, man. the girlfriend and the boyfriend, well, his daughter and her boyfriend broke up, because he was... That was- no. Yeah, that was an earlier scene. Because something happens at here. With the, the, like, sitting um on these... No, beds. that happens after this. No, it happens before. Because something happens here. I'm going to say... Oh, yeah. He's, yep. Oh. Because uh, the most uncomfortable scene in cinematic history is about to happen. But they break up because he was pressuring her for... But then she starts to think that Zac Efron's in love with her. So she falls in love with her own dad. Thank you, movie. This is what I wanted to see awesome so then he goes to confront the boyfriend the boyfriend's trying to win her back she's like no you pressured me i don't want this so he beat punches zach efron and knocks him out and zach efron wakes up in a bed his head on his daughter's lap and she's running her hands down his shirt i'm like first of all he did not consent to any of this lady he's just waking up and i'm not comfortable if i'm waking up and someone's just like hey i don't care i'm running i'm running for the hills but he wakes up and his daughter's doing this and suddenly like she's like, oh, well, my boyfriend was pressuring me into sex and I'm not ready, which is OK. But now she's hitting on him and he's like, she's like, I'm a lioness and you're my prey. And she's like all hitting on him. And I'm like, we have a word for this, right? Mm-hmm. It's called hypocrite, <laughs> right? 
she goes from being like, oh, no, he's pressuring me into this into pressuring somebody exactly. else. Exactly. She's like, I'm not ready. Like, she shouldn't pressure me. And I'm like, amen, sister, to now I'm going to rip your clothes off. You better be ready. I'm like, is this a different character? What happened to her? They just, like, there's no character. Arc. They just butcher her character. She just completely changes. Yeah. I'm like, what happened? She, yeah, she like, just goes horny on main full. Oh, man. This movie has an interesting view on women. I'm just going to say that. Yep. So, so he Most comedy movies do, it seems. You're right. So he escapes, and the son and the cheerleader are finally getting together. Awesome. And the wife shows up. She's looking for a son, and she says it's past his bedtime. Yep. This kid's like 17. What do you mean it's past his bedtime? Like, I curfew maybe, but like... Did you have a bedtime? I, I had a bedtime till I was like eight. I've never ever had a bedtime. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I had Yeah, one. I roamed the streets at two AM. <laughs> I'm just picturing you like an eight year old two AM just roaming the streets. Yeah, with my Glock. <laughs> Ready to beat up bullies. You you he didn't do it in fan fiction. I Some didn't guy would walk up, he's like, Hey, how are you doing? And Sam ripped his throat out. And I would shoot his throat because I couldn't reach up there. That you high. couldn't reach up. Yeah. Like, hey, come down here. Come down here. <laughs> and then Sam would pick them up somehow and drop them off the balcony. Nerd power. Nerd power. Even though I don't have that. Because Sam's not a nerd. Nope. Sam is um, a guy who studies film, which isn't nerdy at all. It's I a very don't study film. Studying film is. I don't want to offend people. Mm-hmm. Not my well, thing. It's not my thing. Studying okay. film's not my thing. I don't need to study film to understand film. That might sound contradictory because it's like, well, well, you understand anything if you don't study it. It's like, shut up. I don't need to know how many extras there were in Goodfellas to be like, oh, wow. <laughs> to be like, wow, what a great film. Oh. It's not, but. Oh, I yeah, digress. Sam doesn't like the movie Goodfellas. Nope. He also the... doesn't like the movie Uncut Gems. He doesn't but like. The Godfather's phenomenal. He loves Godfather, so yep. you know what? He has a little taste. Yeah, I don't. I just don't always agree with the critics. I don't always go with what the critics say or watch horrible indie movies. But anyway, see that if you guys want to understand me and Sam because this podcast is new and all that. Well, Sam he hates anything that's basically considered a classic except very specific things. Yeah, and he's not afraid to disagree with critics. He has his own mind. Yeah, me I agree with the critics on everything except when it comes to crappy indie movies that I'll watch and I'm like, well, Sam, it's beautiful. It's this fantastic. This is deep in a different way, man. Like when Sam, I got Sam to watch a movie called The Strange Ones where yep. Alex Pettifu plays a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Alex Pettifu, more like Alex Pedophile. <laughs> Speaking of pedophilia, so we cut back to Zac Efron. He's like, hey, <laughs> calm down. He's talking to his wife. He's like, my son's about to get, get, um, well, your son's about to get a woman. And then he kisses her. And the girl... It's hilarious because his daughter is like, man, I wonder why he doesn't like me. He said he's in love with someone else, but who could it be? And she sees him just kissing her mom. Yeah, that's just disturbing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, a joke I forgot to mention is that when he rejects his daughter, she's like, oh, my gosh, you're perfectly coiffed hair. Your jeans are always tight. You're gay, aren't you? And I like how he's like so offended. He's like, no, no, I'm not gay. If you don't want your daughter hitting on you, the best answer to give them, I'm gay. Just tell him that, because it's not like you need to defend yourself and try to find another woman. No, just be like, I'm gay. I've had to use that excuse with persistent women before, where they're like, well, why don't you like me? Are you gay? Sure. Well, 
Sarah, homosexual men have hit on you before, too. True, that's nothing. Men have hit on me, and then I have to tell them that I am straight. And then, uh, luckily, it's never happened where the man hits on me, and then the woman right after, and then I have to be like, I actually am gay. I... Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Wait, I was a server at Pizza Ranch at a buffet, and there was this 40-year-old biker that hit on me once, which was great. Man or woman? Man. Okay. He was this 40-year-old man, like, leather jack, big, burly mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. And I'm, like, carrying all these plates. He's like, well, if you need ho- ho- if you need some help with some heavy lifting, you let me know. And I'm like, sir, I am a literal fetus. Get out of here. But I didn't actually say it. I was just like, thank you. And then the man left me a tip. He didn't leave me his number, though, which is sad. I could have had a sugar daddy. I could have had everything paid for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> So the party ends, and Zach Efron goes home to Ned. Well, wait, he's home with Ned. Cause the, it was at Ned's house. And Ned's mad. He's like, yeah, Ned's mad. He kicks everyone out of the house. And at first, this was a funny joke. When Ned slaps him because he's mad, then Ned slaps him again. He's like, sorry, that second time was unnecessary. So but then he time. slaps him again, and I'm like, okay. And then again. And then again, and I'm like, we got the joke. You can stop any second and one now. one more time. Yeah, because I, I was laughing at first because I'm like, when he's like, oh, well, that time was unnecessary. But then he keeps going. I'm like, stop the joke. Knock it off. I get it. I can imagine you like laughing. <laughs> and then he does it again. And like your face just slowly. It was literally bad. Where my face just started like sinking. It's like <laughs> but then you just turn to a monkey and start jumping up and down on the fourth <laughs> one. You're like, no, no. <laughs> that I noise, but angry. They become terrified of myself. You look in the mirror and you freak out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I so freak out. I pull a gun on myself. Then you go write, and f- write some fan fiction about that time I was reincarnated as a monkey. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good story. I'm going to write that idea down. I, the time Later tonight. I, my life is a teenage monkey. But he's like talking to Ned. He's like, Ned, my wife wants nothing to do with me. My kids want nothing to do with me. I give up. Which I don't get why he's doing that because... His daughter, he, he's complete. His daughter is no longer with the boyfriend. His yep. son's happy, yep. but he's like, but I want to go to college now. I want to get a scholarship. I want to be happy. But he's like, I want to get a scholarship. I, I'm like, wait, so poor Ned has to be your father for the rest of his life now? Like, cause the reason Only for Ned's, a couple years. Well, no, because he's going to be going to college. Only for a couple years. But yeah, but so Ned now has to act like his father forever. For a couple years. Why? Why only a couple of years? Because what does it matter when he gets out of college if Ned's his father? Well, if he gets married and he's like, here, meet my dad. He's going to have to legally fill out stuff about him having a son. You think that legality plays any role in this movie with the court cases and how people are enrolled in school? It oh, doesn't. Let's talk about the court. Because he goes to the court case. He's like, oh, crap, the court cases today. What am I going to do? I'm not Matthew Perry yet. So he's like, I'm actually Matthew Perry's friend. <laughs> Wake one- up, not Matthew Perry. Get depressed. Go back to bed. <laughs> He's like, he's like, Matthew Perry wrote you a note. He can't make it today, but he wanted me to read this. And he's like, I remember the time I first fell in love with you. And Zac Efron's crying. And I kind of like this touch that when he drops the note and runs away, she goes to read the note. The note doesn't say any of the stuff he said. The note's just directions to get there. I'm like, oh, that's kind of kind of cool. Just use Google Maps, except it's 2009. It's 2009, you can't. Well, I don't know if it was around back then. Maybe it was. In a primitive form, it would have been, but yeah. who knows? 
primitive. Do you remember just in, like me as an ape. Remember in GPSs, like just straight up GPSs, where then you'd buy in stores for like five hundred bucks. Yeah, where it's like I spent five hundred bucks to get this thing. I thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, oh, I want to have a GPS, but now I'm just on my phone. Yeah, like, now you're Google just Maps, on your phone casually, like, just Google Maps. Oh, I want to go to the gas station, five minutes away. Yep. Man, it's great how much technology has grown, and us have people have not. Well, I think it's shrunk more than last. I mean, look at how small this phone is. Okay. Sam, Sam, we agreed on the contract. I'm making the bad jokes. This supposed to be All the right. funny one, so people listen. Funny man go, ha-ha. Funny man go, ha-ha. So Zach Efron goes to the game, and um, like before the game, he looks at his wife, and he like does a gesture that he did when they were teens. To yeah, and she's like, oh that my song. god. And I like how casual the daughter is with the dad. Is like, like I'm going to school. I have want nothing to do with boys anymore. And she's like, I can't believe that he wanted you and not me. And I'm like, no. If the guy, not the guy. I'm not a teenager. If the girl I like mm. kisses my dad, I I'm scared of my dad. It's no, dude, awkward. she's she's blessed. That's like, well, yeah, no, she's been blessed. Well, I, I'm scared because now she's become an angel. She's going to grow, like, ten wings and ten eyes and become, like, grow thorns. I'm talking about biblical angels, not, like... Well, there's different uh, interpretations of them. There's different kinds. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Back so, to another angel. Ned's there, and he... Uh, <laughs> no, Jim Gaffigan is now back in the movie. And yes. Jim Gaffigan, yes. who doesn't recognize Zac Efron for some reason, is like, Hey, kid, if you win this game, that college recruiter from all these years back is gonna... You think at this point he'd be like, Wait a second. I Deja know vu. you. Yeah. And apparently he sees the janitor at the game, which I forgot. No, I don't think he did. He it was when he ran to the tunnel and the janitor was like up on the top looking over. Oh, yeah. Then he fell off and broke his neck. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty style. <laughs> and then the actor... Doesn't Humpty Dumpty actually like, commit suicide? Is that not the lore? Like, he, he falls off the wall. Yeah. Do you think he jumped? Probably. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? If I woke up as an Eggman, I'm jumping. <laughs> Wake up, Eggman, not Matthew Perry. Go up to High Bridge. Jump. I'm not a, I'm not an ape. I'm not Matthew Perry. I'm jumping off a wall. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she runs out, and once again, Zac Efron runs after her. But now he turns into Matthew Perry. And I noticed this in the beginning of the movie, and the end when he runs off the court. The game continues without him. Like no, if a player runs off the court, the game stops, and everyone's like, "Where is he going?" Right? Am I? I wrong? don't know, man. I don't watch basketball. Like, I, That's not my thing. Because I was in football, I never really played. But I'm imagining if one of the, the guys just ran off the field, you're not continuing the play. You're stopping to be like, why did our player leave? It's it's. I don't know if it's different though, because like in football there are times between the play, whereas like basketball is more of a continuous thing. I guess. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the legality of basketball. I'm not gonna pretend I do. I don't know what the rules would have been for that. I don't. Know. But he runs after. What I do know is it's literally the exact same situation as it was in '89, and Jim Gaffigan's like, "Oh, Jim Gaffigan's like, you know what? I can't take this anymore, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna retire anymore. I'm just gonna end it all right here, right now." <laughs> Eats the basketball, chokes. <laughs> Can you imagine that? He's Jim Gaffigan shoving a whole basket. He's he un- <laughs> <laughs> Get in there. It's like those pictures of snakes where you see them like swallow eggs and there's that lump in their throat. He just has a giant expanded throat. That's horrifying. <laughs> that is legit nightmare. Jim Gaffigan, tackle us if you want to be in a horror movie. Sam's the director. 
Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, I think he would love to direct a project that doesn't have me in it with a bad accent. I don't know if I'll be able to contain myself if Jim's on set, though. <laughs> Sam, for the last time... No, Sam, you can't be sniffing your actors. Walk away. <laughs> Joe? Joe, is that you? Uh, it... Is Jim Gaffigan going to join all ranks of Willem Dafoe of actors that we're in love with and Kevin Smith? No. Not Kevin Smith, Kevin James. I don't think so. You don't think so? He's like in a second tier. Yeah, he's that, like but a he's B not tier. There. Yeah. He's not Willem yeah. Dafoe and Kevin he's, Smith. Like, he's like this level. episode, maybe like a, he'll mm. leak into a couple maybe. Maybe but... he'll leak into another one, but yeah, he's not yeah. going to have that status. Yeah, he's not legendary status, unfortunately. No, 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 Sorry no. about that. <laughs> Sorry, G- Jim. But, um, Jim's actually jumping off the bridge now. He's like, no. <laughs> he's like, oh, dang it. Now I'm going to pull a Humpty Dumpty. I'm not, I'm not getting put Two back. Two losers with him. a podcast with zero followers <laughs> just told me I'm B tier. Yeah, told me I'm, B- I'm not as good as Willem Dafoe. I'm jumping. Well, Willem Dafoe, on the other hand, is driving over here to congratulate us. Kiss him on the lips. Oof. That's you're doing that. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Sarek's not denying it. I like how you volunteer me for it. You're like, no, 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 Sirk, you're kissing him off. Like, you just have a camera, like, yeah. directing, like, Sirk? We're going to get this on uh, Sundance. <laughs> <laughs> New type of love. Oh, my God. Fan fiction IRL. Where Sirk Def- becomes an ape and he needs the true love kiss of Willem Dafoe. It's a story where some dumb blonde kid's fan fiction just becomes reality. He actually turns into an ape. Willem Dafoe kisses him on the lips. <laughs> And Jim Gaffigan jumps off a wall. Yeah. Jim, you just, <laughs> that's like the first, like, sign. You just turn on the news. You see, like, a bunch of helicopters on a bridge. Jim Gaffigan's, like, got a machine gun. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, get oh, away. <laughs> I call my bully. It's like, it's like, I'm sorry, he's dead. He, Batman just broke his neck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <Yeah. laughs> Also, his heart's been removed. <laughs> his heart's just been ripped out of his chest. It's Bat- all coming together. Batman, I don't break my one rule. I don't kill people. As he's ripping people's hearts out and breaking their jaws. Uh, What's well, on this movie? Oh, yeah. We're, we're so like right at the end. It is <laughs> the end of the movie. He, he goes, back. he's Matthew Perry again, and his wife's like, I missed you, and kisses him. And it's like, Matthew Perry's done nothing to fix himself for her. Zac Efron's done stuff, I guess. Well, the whole thing about this movie is Uh like, I asked my, this is where things get a little philosophical. I asked myself this question. (laughs) If Matthew, if old, if Matthew Perry had acted like Zac Efron, Mm -hmm. would she have given him a chance? I don't think she would have. I think it's only through that physical transformation that she was able to. And I think that just shows how shallow we are as humans and how unaccepting of second chances we are. Maybe when it just comes to marriage. I don't know. I love how you have this philosophical read for the movie of Seventeen again. <laughs> just saying. But, uh, Matt, so Matthew Perry now gets um, a job as the school coach because Jim Gaffigan has left. Rest Retire. in peace. Yeah, and incident. he goes to... Um, t- talk to Ned and Ned and the principal just got done doing the devil's tango and they're both wearing elf ears and I'm like I didn't need that image Sir, you're head. into this stuff don't lie to me man no I'm would just you into not the do elf that ears. would you not do that wear elf ears I do that all the time I'm doing it right now you can't tell because it's a it's not a visual medium it's yeah what if I was wearing an invisible cloak that's a line he says in the movie and it he made does? me really sad 
Oh, geez, man. So that is the end of the movie. I don't think we're really missing anything. No, I mean, we are, but it's No, we, we stuff. skipped stuff, but who cares? I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of at the, my wit's end with this film. Yeah. So, Sam, do you recommend 17 again for all viewers, listeners? You know what? I'm going to give this a cold hard recommended. I'll recommend this. Really? Sure. I recommend the first 30 minutes for a good laugh or Sam went in. And yeah, then I, I recommend, recommend skipping 20 minutes. Same. I recommend maybe watching the rest, but I, if, again, it's not a family film, so I don't know what situation you would watch this in. I guess maybe watch Alone. it with some friends for a laugh. Yeah. Oh, and I Watch it with your parents for a laugh. I forgot to mention that I did injure myself while watching this movie, so be careful, because the scene where the daughter's, like, hitting on him, she's saying stuff, I cringed so hard that my neck flung back, hit the back of the chair, and I injured my neck while watching it. Is that why you can't walk anymore? That's why I am, Sam has now been pushing me in a wheelchair for the... For the rest of my life. I'm going to push you off a bridge pretty soon. <laughs> you're going to push Jim me Gaff off the again. bridge, and then you're going to become 17 again. I dump your body off the bridge into the vortex, and you get a chance to redo and, it all. And I wake up as an ape. That's how it all starts. A 17-year-old ape. Yeah, and this is all in your fan fiction. You yeah. wrote the fanfic while I'm actually, you were... I've been writing it while we're doing the podcast. Yeah. Beautiful. That's right. it. So, Sam, it. do you think this movie, would you call it bad? Would you call no. Like, what would you well, call it? This is... I, I like is this was this movie made by Disney or Nickelodeon? See, I thought it was, but I don't think it is. So like, by that method of like comparison, I guess it's a bad movie. If it were, I thought this was like a Disney movie, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, this is actually pretty good for that." Yeah, for a Disney movie, it would be okay, but I don't think it is. I think this is a professional theatrical film. Like, here's the thing. I was entertained by this movie. Do I think this movie is objectively good? No, but I was entertained by it. Whereas there are movies out there that are objectively good that I'm not entertained by. So that's that's my uh, thing on this. If you want to be entertained and uh, watch some horrible stuff happen, sure. I I would say it's an okay movie. You could watch worse. You could watch better. If yep. you want to watch it, there's some worthwhile moments of laughter and there's some fun moments Zac Efron is always a treat mm-hmm. so if you're looking for some eye candy I guess you got Ned and Jim Gaffigan and yep. Zac yep. Zac Efron so yeah overall I would say you could do worse but I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it do probably you have, do you have any more trivia on the movie for me or no I do alright so some trivia apparently this is a remake of a 1980s movie starring a young Keanu Reeves called Young Again really yeah so, Zac Efron obviously is supposed to be like the Keanu Reeves role. It was mm-hmm. a Disney movie, mm. but I think it's in the vault now. So, A Keanu Reeves Disney movie? Yeah. Really? I know. Okay. I was surprised, too. All right. I don't know. So, there's not really much fun facts. Besides, like A lot of it is just stuff like, these actors were in this. These actors were in that. Like, it was like Matthew Perry um, and Ned being in, um, what's that? Show um the odd couple. By the way, the actor who plays Ned is a hilarious comedian. I love him. He was in um that Puppet Master movie on Shutter. Hated the movie. I thought he was great in it. He was the lead. He's always great. I love seeing him, even if I don't like the movie. So if you you ever watch this, I'm just trying to say I'm in love with you. Nice. Not as much as Sam is with Jim Gaffigan. But yeah, unfortunately. Sorry. Alright, so Sam, what do you think the budget for this movie was? The budget for this? Was it less than Zookeeper? Yes, much less. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to go with 16 million. Ah, close 20 million. Okay. And how much do you, well, I'll tell you, opening weekend, it only made 23 million. It's only made 3 million over its budget. What Uh, do you think it made Gross USA worldwide? Gross, wait, that's two different things. Gross worldwide? Oh, no, sorry. Not gross. I said Gross USA worldwide. Gross USA. Just USA. Just USA. Then I'll. Like in its total theatrical run? Yep. It made how much its opening weekend? 23 million. 23 million? I'm going to. There's either it's either outlandishly large or outlandishly low. I'm gonna say like twenty five million. Sixty four million. Really? So it made pretty good money and worldwide a hundred thirty six million. Mm. So it they made money off this movie. So people got paid, people got woke. Yeah, I can see a foreign audience liking this, I guess. Yeah. So you know what? People got paid off this. So that's the best positive I can give. People made money. Companies made money, Sarek. Big difference. Oh, sorry. Companies are people. Mm, crap. Companies are people. And right. Unless they're not, which and that's how, a whole other discussion. How do you think critics raid this movie? Okay. Hmm. That's a good one. What are my options here? Like bad, well, mixed, or good? Yeah, I'll go with that. Bad, mixed, or good. And then I'll... Once we have that, I'll ask for a percentage. If this isn't a Disney movie and doesn't have Disney tied to it, I'll say mixed. Mixed? Yeah. How much do you think? By what? Um, How much do you think like this is the percentage? For like Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, for critics. Probably like 38 maybe or something. 56%. 56. Yep. So and higher than the strange ones. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the audience... 67 percent okay it got a positive thing a positive score from audience members okay so people like this movie yeah a lot of people who i talked to about this said it's a guilty pleasure but they enjoy it and i I get that that. as a guilty pleasure i I feel like there's enough legit good things in it to it's i don't think it's a good movie but i feel like they're all legit good things guilty pleasure movies yeah yeah what, what about? No, I'm just oh, thinking I you of the were about to go to a them. discussion. Just, yeah, no. All right. Well, I guess let's rank it. Okay, so um, will we rank it against B movie and the Kissing Booth? Because B movie is an episode that might come out, might not. And the Kissing Booth is one that we watched the movie and we agreed we're never discussing it on the podcast because it is too bad. We would have nothing to this say. This is wedged in the middle of the two. Really? Okay. So better than Kissing Booth, Nazca's B movie. You, is this in the beginning, I actually thought it was going to be number one, but nope, I have to agree. I would say Kissing Booth at the bottom, like way, way bottom. Yeah. I would say this in the middle and mm-hmm. just slightly above it, B-Movie, yeah. I would say. Because yeah. B-Movie had enough insane moments where... <laughs> the plane crash. Yeah, like the plane crash where I'm like, holy crap, okay, it's got shoot. my attention compared to this where it's like... They are certified. There was good moments, but... Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, this was fun talking about it. Uh, do it wasn't you, for me. It was painful. It was very painful having to deal with you. Um, mm-hmm. So, let us know what you guys think about the podcast. You know, maybe share it with some others if you like it. Re- leave a review or a like or comment. Because I think it will be on YouTube and maybe Spotify. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Depends we- how much money Sarek wants to throw into this. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. You think I have money, Sam? I mean, you got that Star Wars thing on your desk over there. Looks like it. Oh, yeah. Don't even tell me you're not a nerd. Oh, crap. He's you on to me. Spell, I gotta hide the elf ears. You can't spell nerd without Ned.
Get out of my house. All right. Well, thank you for listening. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Let us know what you think. And, well, maybe tune in next time. Recommend some movies. All right. Well, I was going to say goodbye. Uh, Anything you want to say, Sam? But, um, so, um, but, so. Beautiful. It's 2 a.m. We don't want to sleep. We got a bunch of movies that we haven't seen. 